0: Child dedications. We all love these times. Please welcome John and Indeliza Coster. Come on. Yeah. How we doing? All right. And they are bringing up their bundles of joy. Yes. A great Bethany family. I'm so proud. Just stand right here. I'm so glad you guys are here. Now, just as a word of explanation, in other churches, and we love them, they baptize infants. Now, um, instead, we dedicate I- infants or, or children as, as they're going to do today, right? And and then we believe that, that it's most appropriate to baptize somebody when they can understand what it means to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and follow him when, when they realize what he's done for them and can make that decision for themselves as a fulfillment of what John and Indoleezza are going to do today. So we have uh, a couple of things for you. We have a letter from the church um, for you to save and, and give to it. Naaman, you're going to uh, be dedicating today, correct? Okay, great. And and you give that to him when he receives Jesus so that he knows uh, you've been praying for him. We've been praying for him. Um, So that's wonderful. And I believe tell tell us a little bit about your boy.
1: So Naaman um, was a surprise. We were 20 weeks pregnant without me knowing exactly what was happening. I the entire time I was like working out. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm just getting fat, and like it's not, I'm not losing the baby fat that because w- I had just given birth to Gethsemane. Mm. And um and then when we found out we were pregnant, it was 20 weeks into the pregnancy, and it actually was in a rough time of like my life, and it was just a reminder of God like, hey, Indy, I'm doing better things for you. I'm better I'm doing better things for your family. And Naaman just brought laughter and joy into my life and to our family and yeah, so that's kind of that's our story. Pretty
0: wonderful. That's pretty wonderful. And do you have, John, you have a letter? Yeah. I, you? Have a letter here, like I can hold that. I can hold the mic while you read that.
2: All right. Um, Father, we're here today to thank you and to dedicate Naaman Coster to your name. We're so thankful to be given the opportunity to raise Naaman, to be trusted with a spirit that will show God's love. We will Father, make sure Naaman knows the king of all kings, the father of all fathers, and that he is taught right from wrong. We ask of you, Lord, if you will, that your presence never sur- uh, forever surround Naaman, that he is filled with your peace and your love, and we thank you for this bu- beautiful child in our life. And we dedicate Naaman to your glory.
0: Amen. Amen. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. We have uh, anointing will. And I want to encourage you, and either or both of you can do this. Um, take some on your, your finger and make the sign. I- there you go. let make the sign of the cross on Naaman's forehead as you say, I dedicate you, Naaman.
2: I dedicate you, Naaman.
0: To the Lord. To the Lord. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
2: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: I dedicate you, Naaman.
1: I dedicate you, Naaman. To the Lord. In the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, um, do you have a prayer that you want to pray over him? Or do you want. We're good. Maybe. I can. Lord. Lord, for these parents and this beautiful boy, Lord, you have plans um, you create because you want to reveal yourself. Um, you have revealed yourself to us through Indelisa and John. Lord, and we see your love. May Naaman and Gethsemane both see your love. And Lord, as they dedicate him to you, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him and your plan for him. Lord, we, we ask you to give them wisdom, and we ask you to give him health and peace and joy in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're so proud of you guys. God bless you. Let's hear it for him. Uh, Anna has some. She'll stalk you and, and give you. Uh, okay. Please welcome Jessica and David Robbins and their daughter Adelaide. Yes. We're going to bring the whole the whole family up. Yeah. Come on up. Liz, how are you? Good. Hey, Jess. Oh. So beautiful, Whoa. and she's sleeping in church. she's learned that early, I think some of you taught her, yeah, great. This is David and Jessica and their family. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your daughter?
2: Um, it's our third daughter, so <laughs> thanks God and uh, <laughs> no, um couldn't be happier I think uh it is interesting to see God's plans. I have two brothers, and Jess had two sisters, so we're doing a repeat of her family here. And I'm learning a lot about girls. And <laughs> I mean, would you re- ever take one of yours back or have it any other way? I don't think so. Um, so I'm gonna stop there because I don't want to <laughs> get too emotional here. So
0: there you go. Do you do? Do you have a letter that you that um, you wrote?
2: Yeah, I got on my phone
0: actually. Okay. I'll hold the mic.
2: Short and sweet, thanks. Um, so, Adelaide t- Taylor, you're a delight. You're a delight in our family. We're so thankful for your life and the joy you bring us. Your sisters adore you and bring present. And your presence brings peace to the room. We promise as your prayers. We promise as your parents to lead you prayerfully and faithfully. We hope to guide you with a kind of grace and love that only can come from our Savior. Being our third daughter, we're going to try to work the kinks out on the other ones. And uh, we <laughs> promise to give you our full attention and love. We love you, and we thank you for sleeping through the night already at two months. We <laughs> needed that.
0: Oh, my. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to – I'm gonna. you can put your thumb over that, actually. Yeah, or yeah. yeah. There, you there you go.
2: I dedicate you, Adelaide. I dedicate you, Adelaide. To the Lord. To the Lord. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Son and the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit you do you do that too?
0: I dedicate you Adelaide I dedicate you Adelaide to the lord to the Lord in the name of the Father in the name of the Father and the
1: Son and the Son and the holy Spirit and the holy Spirit
0: amen, amen, let's pray for them, oh this precious girl, lord, and these this precious family. Lord, it's so heartening to see um, parents dedicate their children to you. Lord, um, we pray protection over them. We pray wisdom over them. We pray health over this young, young little girl. Lord, and that they would have wisdom, that they would have grace, that they would have joy in their household because you are in their household. And I I just praise you for uh, Adelaide and for Jessica and David. For Naaman and Indelisa and John and for families and for babies. Lord, we need this in our lives, and we thank you for it in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Hey, thank you, thank you. God bless you guys. We are We are all about young families, and right now, you guys are free. Children's church. Go for it. OK. Yeah, I think we'd be able to do that. Yeah. Are we gonna come back into the back Yes, yes. Please come back. Please come back. In like 10 minutes. <laughs> Nobody's buying that. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're moving. We're moving. Welcome to the next episode of our series that we've been in for a long time. It's called Finding Joy, and we're going to stay in it until we all find joy in every area of our lives. Today, we're talking about finding joy without anxiety. Like, isn't that the kind of joy you want? Right? I'm a little hot. Let's go down. Um, like, it's like you drive up. I'd I like an order of joy, please. Uh, that comes with a side. Would you like a side of anxiety with that? No, no, no. Just the joy sandwich. Okay, just the joy sandwich. Drive up, second window. Yes, that's what you want. You want finding joy without anxiety. So that's that's what we're going to do. But we're going to start by singing a little. But this is very simple, right? It's a song that you know, and it has two words followed by two other words, and then you put all four words together, right? You're going to know, but I need you to shout it out as you know. do 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 don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Right? That sounds like finding joy without anxiety, doesn't it? It's good advice. You're not that good at singing, though. I will tell you that. Um, but it's good advice, and that's a good tune. But it's incomplete. It doesn't tell you why. It doesn't tell you why you should don't worry. It doesn't tell you why you should be happy because maybe you should worry, right? Maybe you should if you knew why. I don't know. Or when somebody tells you this, don't sweat the small stuff. Well, that's great advice, but it's incomplete. Maybe you should be sweating, right? And by the looks of things, some of you think you should start, right? Because you, But you need a reason Why? If we don't have a reason why, then you might as well worry. Or you might have good reason to worry or to sweat. Here's the thing. Positivity without a reason is just a coping mechanism. It does nothing to change the situation, just the way that you think about it. Right? And I'm not against positivity. I'm all for it. Right? But wouldn't it be far better if you had a reason why that could actually affect the situation rather than just your perception or reaction to it? Right? It would be the difference between eating low-fat cottage cheese and imagining it's Ben and & Jerry's and actually eating Ben & Jerry's. I can tell you, I have been on both sides of that fence. And some of you are on both sides of that fence up here and in here. Because you're just changing the way you think about it. You don't have the why. We need the why. You and I need something better than mood management. We need life management. We need reality management. And that's what God gives us. And that's what we're looking at. See, here's the problem with popular culture. Popular culture will tell you what to feel without giving you a valid reason Why? You ought to feel that way. A valid reason why. Just to chain, achieve some mood management some, through some Jedi mind control, right? And, and everything's supposed to be good and you're going to go through life. And maybe, maybe you're just grinning like a dope while your life falls apart, right? We don't want that. And, and, and all kidding aside, it doesn't work. It is not working for you, for me, for a lot of people, how do I know? There's a new study out that, that the uh, death rate is increasing for middle-aged people of every race and of every ethnicity in the United States. And how is that death crate rate increasing? It is increasing through deaths of despair. What am I talking about? I'm talking about suicide, I'm talking about drug overdose, and I'm talking about alcoholism. Those three factors, people in the prime of their life, right? And these deaths of despair scream this. Happiness is out of reach for me. Happiness is out of reach for me. That's what each one of them tragically says. These people cannot, don't worry, be happy. These people cannot not sweat the small stuff. It doesn't work for them. They need a reason why. We need a reason why. And and maybe you could deeply relate to what I just talked about. You, You know what this is all about. You do. And if you feel this way, we need to know it because Jesus can help. Yes? If happiness is out of reach, he is not out of reach. So hope and joy and love and peace are not out of reach, and you are not disqualified from them. Okay? We need to know about it so we can pray over you and pray for you and encourage you and bless you and, and walk with you. So I want you to I want you to use the prayer time that we yeah. have. I want you to come talk to me. I want you to come talk to Ty. I want you to come talk to Josh. I want you to come talk to you know Shree. want you to talk to Eric or Kathy. want you to talk to somebody, right? We want help. Okay. Even a lot of Christians. Overlook this. Overlook the why and just get to the what. Right? How do I know this? Because um, the most popular Bible verses for 2019, um, based on the Bible app, what has been searched the most in the last year, is is this, is this it's Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, right? And and they're familiar to many of you. So we're gonna read it out loud, like like better than you saying, don't worry, be happy. Okay? Ready? Try this. Okay. Don't be, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. And that, my friends, is the most popular Bible verses of 2019 and it's a great promise however it misses the reason why you say why should we not be anxious why should we pray about everything why should we be thankful you say well verse 7 the peace of god no that's the result that happens when we do all these things the peace of god we what is the why well we have to back up To the end of verse 5 to get the reason why. But the back end of verse 5 is never searched, never quoted, and it may be the most important part that leads into this. Why not? Here it is. Here it is. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is at hand. God is here. That's why you don't be anxious. God is here. Jesus is in the house. Better than that, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are the house. And Jesus is in the house. He is with you. He loves you. He is holding you. He's never leaving you. That's why. That's why. Otherwise, you're just saying, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Why? Because he's here. He is here. And if you know Jesus personally, you know his love, his nearness, and his unlimited power, that's enough reason to not worry and not be anxious and all the rest. And knowing that Jesus is with you and it's all going to be all right. I remember um, when my dad, uh, we lived in New York, I was about eight years old and my dad started traveling for work. First big um, uh, business trip and, and he sits me down, eight year old, and, and I have three sisters, and he says, Tommy, I, I need you to be the man of the house, right? And, and he maybe should not have said that because what I think he meant is obey your mom and, and don't bully your sisters. But What I heard was it's all on you, right, to protect the family, the house. So he leaves. And he doesn't know, but I'm up like every night. I'm like walking the, the halls and... And, and and my mom is going crazy. She's you've got to come home. You've got to come home. He thinks he's got to protect us, and he's not sleeping, and he's anxious. And so my dad, my dad comes home, right? and he comes into my bedroom, and he sits there, and he's a huge man. He just, he just holds me. And he says, it, 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 it's okay. It's okay, buddy. I'm home, and I love you, and, and I got this, right? Here's the question. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ that allows you to know what I experienced a glimpse of, that, that he's home and, and he's with you and he loves you and he, he's got you and he, he's got this. Do, do, you, do you know that? Do you know that? Three steps, and then uh, we're going to baptize them. I'm going to let you go. Three steps to joy free from, without anxiety. Step number one, if you're following along, you got to reject anxious thoughts. Why? What? Because God is here. Jesus is with you, so you can reject anxious thoughts. That's the why the Lord is at hand. Jesus is here. Really? I mean, if Jesus in the flesh were physically walking through life with you, how many? how many anxious thoughts do you think you'd have? I don't think so. Like, maybe you just ought to back off a little bit. This ain't no problem. We're going through life. Oh, we need to bless this person. Let's do that. This thing is coming up. They think that's going to worry me. Uh Uh-uh. Right? You're walking with, hey, it's all about your faith. He is here. He is here. How would you believe and think if he's walking with you? This a, 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 Paul puts it this way. He said, do not be anxious about what? What's that word? Anything. anything. Not big things, not little things, not in-between things, not might-be things, not financial things, not health things, not relationships, not nothing. Don't be anxious about anything. Being mindful of the presence of God and the way that that transforms reality is all through Scripture. King David put it this way. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He's right here. He's walking by. I can feel, I'm rubbing up against his leg. He but you could say, he's in me. And so what? I shall not want. That's talking about the future. That's talking about his future. That's saying this. I may not know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. And by the way, I know who holds me. And I shall not want. Later in that same psalm, David says, even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and you will, and I will, but I will fear no evil. Why? What's the reason why? Because you are with me. That is the reason why. And that is the reason why that fear is evicted. Do you know that Jesus is with you? We got got two kinds of friends here, right? I know that. Love you both, and you're both very welcome here. But though, some of you are being honest with yourself. No, no, I, I do not know that. Because maybe you've never, you never said yes, you've never opened the door of your heart and said, Jesus, I, I, I want you to be with me, even though I've spent my life not wanting to be with you. I, I, I believe that you died to forgive me, and you rose again to give me new life. I want that, and I want you. I want to know. You can know that today. You can you can know that today. You come talk to one of us. We we'll pray with you. This is what the, this church is all about. Then then we got we got a we got a different group of people here. Who, if I ask, do you know Jesus is with you, and do you know that He loves you, you would say yes and yes, and and, and you'd be right. You'd be right, like because like you're in it. And, and you've committed to you, and you know this intellectually. You know this intellectually. Here's my question for you Do you know this deeply and experientially in a way that transforms every reality and your experience of life? Do, do you know it deeply? If not, that's what's on the table for you, that's what's offered. We, we, we pray, and, and we'll ask, and we'll plead, and we'll, and we'll do step two, okay? Okay, that's what we want for you. Step two, you gotta you've got to have a continuous conversation with Jesus throughout your day about what? About everything. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up, because this is what Paul said, but in everything by prayer. If you're an underliner, you got your Bibles, or you got the Bible app, and you're using the worksheet, underline everything by prayer. Okay, you're going to pray about everything. And supplication, that means asking for stuff, right? For yourself, for other people, for, for, for mercy, for, for blessing, for this family right out here, huh? For your kids, for the parents, everything. We're pray about everything. Let me be crazy. We're going to have a nonstop. Why? Because he's here. Because he's with you. And if somebody travels a long distance to be with you, and you don't talk to them, that's just plain rude, Right? if that person is Jesus, like, that's just plain stupid, right? Because he got all, right, you know, he's got all the wisdom. And, and there's, look, most people don't want to hear everything that's on your mind and on your, he does. He does. And he wants to sift through it and say, not of me. That's a lie you believe. In. This is my truth, right? I want you to walk in this. I want you to know this about how I feel about you. Because if you ever knew how loved you are by God, my friend, everything would change. Everything would change. And, and that, that's why we won't rest until you and everybody in this town and everybody at the university knows how loved they are by Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. Are you, are you spending more time on your phone than you are talking to God or in his word? If so, you might be in the ignoring Jesus. Well, and you should post more on Instagram. No. 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 We're going to pray about everything. Number three, we're going to be compulsively thankful. You're going to remember, uh, like a couple months ago, like I did a dance about thanks, thanks. I give. look, this needs to be the, the way that your life unfolds. You're going to be thankful for everything. Why? Because he's here. He's here, what more could you want? The God of the universe is shacking up in you. He's right with you, is never leaving you. He loves you. Paul put it this way. With thanksgiving, let your requests be na- made known to God. We're going to be compulsively thankful. Listen, listen. Some of you will not believe this. I have said this so many times. It is the quickest way to joy is to thank God for everything. How do you do it? You wake up in your bed and you say, Thank you for another day. Thank you for a bed. Thank you for these blank... I'm serious. Do this. Thank you for the... Thank you that I'm sleeping indoors. Thank you that I could get out of bed. Thank you that I could go put on a Superman robe if you happen to be blessed to have one, as I do. (laughs) Thank you for my coffee. Thank you for my bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit or the quinoa or kale or whatever it is, that crazy stuff you eat. Thank you. Thank you that that I have hot water. Thank you for soap. Thank you for two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Thank you. Thank you that I go into my closet and I have a choice. I'm putting together outfits. I'm not just trying to clothe my body. Thank you for the car. Thank you that I got somewhere to go. Thank you that I live in a sweet and beautiful town. Thank you for that person who makes me stop. While they decide whether or not they're going to cross the street. Thank you for the job I'm going to. Thank you for the friends that I have. Thank you. You do this. You're going to feel this smile come up from inside. I'm telling you, if you become compulsively thankful, your life, even if the circumstances don't change, are going to get so much better. And you have a why because he is here you you don't know my circumstances, Tom. You're right. For many of you, I don't. many of you, I do. I don't have anything to be thankful. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you have this. Thank you that you're here, Jesus. Thank you that you created me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you lived for me. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you rose for me. Thank you that you sought me. Thank you that you found me. Thank you that you called me. Thank you that you revealed yourself to me. Thank you that you allowed me to receive you. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that all my sins are washed clean. Thank you that you set me free. Thank you that you listen to me and speak to me and you never leave me and you carry me and you are my hope and joy and treasure and love and strength and light and life and peace and righteousness. Thank you and thank you that one day you will take me home to be with you forever. Thank you. That's on your handouts. That's on the app. You got that no matter what is going on in your life. You and I need to be better. So, look, better preachers of the gospel to ourselves. Right? Not only do you need a better preacher at the church, I know I do too. But you and I, this is more important, right? This is the practice, that's the game. You and I need to be better preachers of the gospel. To ourselves. And you have something. You have something to be thankful for. You've got a whole lot. And that's just scratching the surface. You could do these three things. Because you know. That you know. That you know. That the Lord is at hand. Fancy way of saying. He is with you. And he ain't going nowhere. And if you do that. If you do that. This promise is for you. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, which is mind-blowing, will will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. Let me me ask you, does that describe your life, your existence? It can. If you know that you know that you know that he is with you. And because he is with you, you're going to reject anxious thoughts, you are going to be praying, having a non-stop conversation with, with Jesus all day long, about everything. And you are going to be compulsively thankful, okay? Now, we have some changes we need to make in our hearts that we can't make unless God moves in and makes them for us. And now's our chance to do that. If you need prayer, I'm going to ask you to come up and see one of us, okay? I'm sticking around. We're doing this party again in a couple of minutes. And uh, these are the names of the people who need you. Who need you. Okay, Now let's have a time of prayer, Lord. We need to do business with you right now. Right now there's somebody who's saying, Tom, you're carrying on and you're talking way too loud about knowing that Jesus is with me and he loves me, and I want that, but I don't have it. Because I've always known about Jesus, but uh, but I don't know him in my heart. So right now I want you to make this your prayer, silently as I pray, uh, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe. I am turning to you, and I am turning away from my life without you and everything that looks like. Lord, I believe that you died for me to forgive me on the cross and and you rose for me to give me new life with you and and you want to be in my life and I want you in my life and I invite you in right now to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you that you'll never leave me and that I'll never leave you. In Jesus' beautiful name. Others of us, we need you to change us, to make us not accept anxious thoughts because you're here, to have a conversation with you nonstop because you're here, to be compulsively thankful because you're here, and we make those decisions right now. We ask you to change us and give us the joy without anxiety that you died and rose again to pay in full for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we have uh, a young man.